Hey everyone, thanks for joining us today on O Face Wrestling. This is your host JT, and today I am joined by the Wrestle Bay of Professional Wrestling, Vanity. So thanks for joining us today, Vanity. Thank you for having me. No problem at all. So, um, Vanity, I got some questions for you today on the show. So the first and kind of like the basic question is, so um, what inspired you to become a professional wrestler? Um, my family, they got me into it. Um, when I met my stepdad in 96, when he started like becoming part of my family, he would talk about a giant, you know, walking around beating up people. And I'm just like, the only giant I know is like the guy from the Beanstalk, you know, in fairy tales. And he would mention Andre the Giant and then Ric Flair. And then I would hear about them, but I've never seen them until one day my grandpa came over and I saw the giant. And I was like, oh my God, that's him. But the first match I ever remembered was, um, it was Taker and Mankind, Hell in a Cell. Oh, wow. That's, yeah, that's that a good like, one to get introduced like, to. Like the vivid one I remember, um, that was like my first match, but... I just saw wrestlers, you know, like, oh, them in, like, tights. Like, why are they wearing tights? Oh, they fight. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so when, um, like, getting into wrestling as a kid, like, did you look at it as, like, this is, like, they're really trying to, like, kill each other and all this kind of stuff? Or did you know it was kind of, like, choreographed and all that stuff? I never thought it was choreographed. But I thought that was, it was like superheroes or like Mortal Kombat, but with real people, like, like real people, like this is even better. And we know their moves. They have names mm -hmm. to these moves. They have different outfits. And then the pyro. Oh my God. I was obsessed with the lighting, everything about wrestling. And it got even better when they started doing like, uh, you know, it just started being in the background. They had like those CCTV, like, you know, just... It, you were engaged with uh, the family problems, the relationships in wrestling, like Matt Hardy and Lita, and like Triple H and Stephanie, and then, what was it, Eddie Guerrero in China, like Mama Sita. It's like, wow, these storylines. I'm addicted to the storylines. Give me the drama. <laughs> yeah, so like, kind of like going back to like the choreograph, or that's actually a question I never asked any of the wrestlers who've been on the show. Like, how much time and effort do you actually put into like talking about like, you know, the match before it happens and like what you're going to do, when you're going to do it, all that kind of stuff? Or is it more so you just kind of you get out there in the ring and you just kind of just go with the flow? I usually try to be as fluid as I can. I just try to study my opponent, whoever it is, and then, um, just keep it very professional. Keep it fun. Let's do our fun moves. Let's let's interact with each other. But I'm going to give you the best version of myself once that bell rings, you know? Mm. Like, let's just have fun. It's not, it shouldn't be too petty. But let's, let's be competitive at the same time, you know? Like, give it some spice. That's what makes it so fun. Like, oh, you're just ready to get out there and ready to do it. And you just hope that your partner's the same level as you, you know what I'm saying? So I keep it simple. I keep it fun. It looks like everyone's happy. <laughs> Yeah, that's, like, the whole point of wrestling is just the entertainment value. It isn't, like, oh, I need to be better than this person. It's just, like, let's go out there and let's just have fun and put together a good show because at the end of the day, that's, like, what us fans want to see out there. And, like, just, like, telling a story and all that is just, like, it's extremely important in wrestling. So um, as far as, like, going out there and having fun with your opponents, who are some of your favorite opponents that you've got to work with in the ring? Um, see, I... I feel like I haven't been in the ring with like a person to actually have like a storyline to like feud out with because I would feud out with a lot of good girls out there, even boys. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But the best feud that I had with was with probably Deanna Perrazzo years ago at Excellence Pro Wrestling. Um, she was one of my favorites. I love Deanna. She, she was really good in the ring. She taught me a lot. I liked getting in the ring with Tessa Blanchard, but that was years ago, like six years ago, which should come back again. Amber Rodriguez was so fun. I used to know her years ago also, so it was, it was amazing for her to make her comeback and for me to get in the ring with her again. But I feel like everyone's my favorite because I've only had one match with them, if you, may, if you get me, you know? Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh, and I would have to say Casey Cattell. I've been in the ring with Casey so many times, so yeah. Okay. So as far as, like, you know, the wrestlers you fought, who are some wrestlers that you haven't fought that you definitely want to get in the ring with? Um, I really want a one-on-one -on -one with Lufisto, um, Taya Valkyrie. I've met her once. She's pretty awesome. Uh, Sumi Sakai. Uh, definitely um, Sue Young. I love she scares me, but I love the whole, you know, like, whoa, look at that blood right there, you know? Like, um, Tessa, I, I don't have beef with anybody, so it's like, yo, I can work with these people, you know what I'm saying? I never am, like, a stingy person, so it's like, okay, let's all work together. So whoever wants to get in the ring with me, let's do it. Maria Manic to, like, Jordan Grace. Everybody. Even the boys, like, come on. I know with this whole thing going on with speaking out, but... Let's make magic when we go out there. That's it. <laughs> exactly. Like, um, I personally, like, got introduced to inter intergender wrestling. Um, well, I, I mean, I've been seeing it online for years, but my first time experiencing it live was actually back in March, like, right before everything started to shut down. I was like, this is actually, like, really cool just, like, seeing them go out and compete at the same level. I just, I've never seen anything like it, and it was so mind-blowing, and it it, it's it's something I feel like that's still new and fresh in the wrestling industry. Like you, it's something that you know we didn't see like in the '80s and '90s, at least from my knowledge. So it's still like something that a lot of you know fans and all are just excited for. And like you mentioned, I know there's this whole issue going on now with you know you know the wrestlers and you know being inappropriate and all that kind of stuff. But it's still something that I, I want to see. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it keeps things fresh in the wrestling business at the end of the day. So um, I know, so we're, like, what are some promotions, though, that you really have, you know, you work for that you really enjoy working for? Um, I enjoyed working for Booker T's promotion, Reality of Wrestling. It's really awesome there. Their training facility, the students, the aura, like, when you get there, it's pretty dope pretty cool experience um wildcats in nola louisiana um i've been to wrestle pro that's where i started my career which is pretty mm -hmm. good i'm not there currently right now but i still support them um i've been to ring of honors old dojo which is the worldwide dojo in philly um very good facility uh i've been a lot now now that i'm thinking about it i'm like wow i've been a lot of places um woman uh women's wrestling revolution which is beyond sisters wrestling Beyond uh, Sister Promotion, which is a really cool place. Um, the list goes on and on. I've been at Shine last year, which was a, a pretty good one. Even, that day was very uh, stressful because after my match is what I found out about Maddie. But, um, yeah, I've been, I've been to a lot of places. I can't even believe it. But Booker T's is, is by far one of my favorites. 
Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about like you know his promotion and even his training and all that. I know a, a few of the wrestlers that I've you know had on the show have went through him and his training and also I've heard that was really fun. I heard just like the how he acts too. Like he's very straightforward with how he says things, but at the same time he's also kind of like I don't want to say like kind of like funny, but he has that sense of humor. I guess you could say. And he's such a great guy. Like, I, I, you know, if I were ever to hypothetically want to train, you know, that's, you know, someone I would want to go through. So um, you, you've definitely been through a lot of different promotions. So how long have you been wrestling? I've been wrestling for seven years. Seven years. Wow. Seven years, yes. <laughs> Do you have any um, promotions on your bucket list that you're looking to work with? You know what? Um, yeah, I do, but I'm not going to even name them because I want to see if I'm going to surprise myself. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, I just want to go everywhere and anywhere that wants me and, and that would challenge me. Okay, cool. And I'm going to ask, too, because um, I'm not, you know, I don't know 100% sure, but have you ever wrestled for MCW or Primetime Wrestling? No, I haven't. I actually added them on uh, on Instagram. I follow them. I peep. I peep game. But um, no, I haven't. Yeah, that would definitely be cool because I definitely want to see you live. Those are the local promotions in my area. Um, more so, I go to MCW, but Primetime Wrestling is, uh, you know, that was the event that I went to back in March. That was the one that I was introduced to Intergender Wrestling. And that is, I will have to say, a very diverse um promotion like you see everything there not just with the wrestlers but the fans and that that's definitely seems like probably the most positive you know wrestling environment i've ever been in so definitely hope to see you there one day i think you know i mean they had a lot of great wrestlers on there when i went like faye jackson trisha dora oh i love them yeah okay add them to my list okay i'm gonna hit them up all right add them to my list because i love them Yeah, definitely. I know you fought Faye Jackson before because I saw um, a gif of you two in the ring together, but I'm not sure about Trish. Have you ever been in the ring with her? No, not yet, but I think I've seen her perform for Queens of Combat in, uh, I went to WrestleCade last year, and she she was there. I think it was after she won her championship, so it was lit. The crowd was lit, and Faye was there that night, too. Nobody knew I was coming, so it was just like, is that a mohawk I see? And it's like, yeah, it's vanity. <laughs> but yeah, Faye and I go way back, like uh, six years ago. She came to WrestlePro when it was PWS. And then um, she went to Ring of Honor after that. And I started going to the dojo and I found her there again. But And then she's been at Women's Wrestling Revolution. I wish I got in the ring with her more too. But yeah, good people's. Yeah. Yeah, definitely are good peoples, and uh, yeah, I I personally like I want to actually look for that match now to see you two in the ring. I think you know you both in the ring together it has to be a definitely entertaining match. So I mean, in general, like how important do you feel like? Because a lot of people look at wrestling as like, oh, you just need to go out there and wrestle. Like as far as the entertainment aspect to it, like how important do you think that is? Just to kind of just put on a good show. It doesn't necessarily have to be that straightforward, you know, technical match. Um, it's, it's so crazy because ever since I was a kid, I knew I wanted to wrestle. I knew it. And when I saw girls come and be on the, on the screen, like China, and then, you know, Lita and then Trish, and then they're flying. I knew what I wanted to do. So I was obsessed with like working out. Like, even though my body is no right now, but like, I was obsessed with working out, lifting, doing anything I can just to feel good and be fit. And then as I got older, I realized, 
okay, this is going to help me with wrestling. This is cool. So I did track. I did ballet. I was obsessed with figure skating. Like I had these little things that would help me in wrestling. So the first day of wrestling, they're like, oh, okay. You think you're cute. Let's see what you got. Get in there. I slid in. I was like, oh, wow, I'm in a ring. They're like, take a bump. And I'm like, oh, I've been studying way before. What's the bump again? And I went and I, I did the flat back. And they were like, whoa, we can work with her. They're like, do a handstand. I did a handstand flip. Okay, run the ropes. Okay, so like my second day of, uh, of training, it was like, all right, we just got to put over a match and like teach her these things. It was so, I wouldn't say easy, but um, learning the steps and the fundamentals of wrestling came easier for me. Then I had to put the, the music and the entertainment aspect together because I used to listen to rock music. Everything, everybody thinks that I uh, listen to trap music, rap music. It's cool. I love it. I love Biggie, Tupac, but I listen to Slipknot, Atreyu, like My Chemical Romance, Il Nino. The list goes on. Green Day, The Distillers. <laughs> I listen to so much music, but I had to switch a little, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. you, got, you got to just make it work for yourself. That's it. Exactly. And I will have to say, Atreyu, that was me in high school. Like, I loved them. Oh, my God. Like, Right Side of the Bed was my favorite song. Yes! That's, oh, my God. Yeah. Suicide Notes and Butterfly Kisses. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Right yeah, it, it was just a great, and their first couple albums are great. I'll admit I kind of fell off as I kind of got older, so I haven't really kept up with them. But, yeah, that is yeah, nice hearing awesome. that name again. Oh, yeah. Well. They, they kind of softened up a little bit as they got older. Like, they left. They did which I didn't like too much, but I mean, like, they still have some good songs after that, too, but it, it just was I used to wonder, I'm like, how would it look like me coming out to, like, Corn or, they have good songs, don't get me, but I had to, like, kind of tap into, I know they're going to hate me to say this, but kind of tap into my black side, and it all worked out because I realized my black people listen to my music, like, we all love the same thing, so why make it much harder? It's mm -hmm. not that, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, just like be yourself. And that's what, you know, fans like at the end of the day. And you'd be surprised, you know, that other people may yeah. like the same stuff that you like too. Like I play music at my work and, and uh, you'd be surprised that people like, Oh, this song, I, I love this song. Oh, wow. You know, right. so it, it's, it's really cool. Um, and I know like, and one of the questions I was going to ask you too is kind of a little bit about the beginning, you know, of your training and all. And you kind of like talked about that a lot. So it seemed like you, it just really just came natural to you, like just like taking the bumps and stuff like that. So yeah. when, when you first started taking those bumps, though, did it do like a toll at first? Did at any point we were like, wow, this is like really like, you know, this really hurts. Like, <laughs> oh oh yeah oh man see I don't really talk about my the beginning of my career or that much in my career at all you know I just keep low but in the beginning let's get honest here I was a dancer and basically I would work the morning shift which was like 12 p.m to 7 p.m and then after that uh I would go to training from 7 p.m to like 9 or or 10 or 11 we just hang out and just keep training and let's just say my body used to be so sore and I'd have to wake up, go to the gym before work, head to, you know, the club and then head to training and make sure I was on it. And then Saturday, which was the lit nights at the club, I would be at a, um, I would be at a show or try to get booked. Making money must, was the game, but like the, the vision was wrestling. So my body was just, I don't know how I did it, but I did it. 
And uh, thank God I'm not dancing anymore because wrestling has been very gracious to me. But I, I still can't believe I did it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, it's just motivation and determination at the end of the day and just do yeah. it, honestly. So with this whole, like, pandemic and all going, you know, you know, how has that affected you in the wrestling business, you think? Like, do you think – yeah, I mean, obviously it's doing no one any favors right now with not being able to wrestle, but are you like, I know a lot of wrestlers are taking this time to kind of like heal up and to kind of work on their characters. And also what have you been doing in the meantime to kind of like get yourself ready when wrestling starts, you know, back up again? See, I'm a homebody. So like, I'm kind of okay with it, but I was just like, okay, this is just time. I was mad in the beginning. Cause I was just like, what are we going to do? Blah, blah. Everyone has the same questions, but I'm after a week, I'm like, this is, this is the earth saying something like we have to work out at home, just do stuff at home, get closer with our families, uh, you know, reconnect with our friends um, and just test yourself, like stay home right now, clean out your closet, just like Eminem said, you know what I'm saying? Like, listen to old music. Like, oh my God, I went through some of, old, my, some of my old CDs, some of my old gear memorabilia. And I'm like, I can't believe I still have this stuff. So it just made me sit down. And, and even some friends from the past that I'm not friends with, they try to test you and like, hey, I'm bored, Let, hi, what's up? And it's like, no, nah, we ain't that bored. So it was just time to clean out my closet and that's it. But it's a little too long, I'm ready to come back. Exactly, I think we're all ready to get back to reality. I mean, every area is different, you know. I know that some areas, when it comes to wrestling, there are some wrestling events, you know, companies opening up, they're doing like outdoor wrestling and, you know, they're, um. I'm going to New Jersey in, you know, next month and the wrestling event that I'm going to, supposedly they're trying to work with the venue to, you know, to make their event outside. So it's like, I know that's kind of a thing now where, you know, wrestling outside and stuff like that. So hopefully, you know, we start getting things back to normal. But I mean, like you said, like this was definitely a good opportunity to kind of like just relax you know, clean out your closet, stuff like that. And I also feel like it, this has really been kind of like getting people into like, kind of like technology, like kind of forcing people to like, you know, you know, with DoorDash, you know, we never really used DoorDash. We we're starting to use that. Yeah. You know, watching wrestling with your friends on like Zoom, you know, that's yeah. been like a thing. Like I did that a few times. Like it's kind of advancing us in a way. Like it's forcing us to start using the technology and all. So I think that's kind of cool in a way. Yeah, no, you're right. Because I just messaged you before Zoom. I've only used this once. And I'm like, what? You're probably going to see it after this. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, it's making me tap into the things that I just didn't tap into before. Like, I'm trying to start my new, like, a YouTube channel. And I'm about to get a camera. I'm about to get a ring light. And I'm just, like, trying to teach myself some stuff. And then I think about, like, the cameramen in, like, WWE or, like, behind the scenes. And I'm like, they went to school for this? And I can't even do it. I don't know my mind just you know but yeah I'm teaching myself some stuff yeah exactly that's what a lot of people are doing like I bought like I'm using a ring light right now I bought that you know when I started kind of whenever all this started coming down like you know what I want to really start focusing on like upgrading my show and all that kind of stuff so I'll actually uh dm you like the link that a ring light I got and you know if you want to look at it, check that out but <laughs> yeah so um I got two last questions for you they're pretty um straight to the point kind of answers you know so if you could go and work in the ring with anyone from WWE, who would it be? It could be a male too, you know, if that's what you want. 
Ooh, that's a good question. Um, and it would be the main event of WrestleMania, so you're going to be on the spotlight. Oh, with this person? Yes. Okay, if it was a male, if it was a male, Cedric Alexander. Okay. Cool. I, I've met him before. Um, I actually got mistaken by his wife, like, for being his wife, but I wasn't. But, yeah, no, <laughs> definitely him. You know, George South, I was, I was in the South, and George South, we were at a, a WrestleCade. No, it was WrestleMania weekend, and he pushed me like this guy had an arm. And I turned around, and he thought he, I was Ariel, and I was like, nope. He's like, I heard about you too. But yeah, um, him. And if it was a female, oh man, I would have to say Asuka, but I wanted to say Sarah Stock because she just, uh, I think she got released or something. Mm -hmm. But I would love to get in the ring with her. Oh my God, she is amazing. <laughs> Well, I, I definitely like, you know, Oscar. That would be a really good match. And then um, Cedric Alexander, I think it was him, the one that had that really good. No, that was, never mind. I was getting confused with Leo Rush with Caden Carter. Or yeah. Or Stacey Lane. They had a really good match with him in the Indies. But, I, yeah, I got a little confused. But I could see Cedric Alexander having a really good match with you as well. That would be a really fun one to see. I'd love that, yeah. And then last question, if you had to, because I like hardcore matches, like I love the old Mick Foley matches and all, if you had the opportunity to either, and you had to pick one, either a Ring of Fire match or a Thumbtacks match, which one would you rather do? Gosh. I think Thumbtacks are fun. Oh, you would I do that. Both, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But um, fire uh, is just, man, if my opponent's really on fire and I'm just, like, standing there, I'm going to be like, oh, I'm going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my But, yeah, thumbtacks all the way. Yeah, because that's something we don't see really that much anymore. You know, I know we saw a lot of that in the 90s and on. And I know AEW did it a few times. And it's, like, to me, it's – I love, like, a good hardcore match. So it's, like, you know, that's something that I still love seeing. I think the last time we saw that in WWE was Chris Jericho and Dean Ambrose. So don't see it too often. So it's just something yeah. I like. I love getting, you know, like, I love asking, like, a wrestler that kind of question. Like, oh, hell no. I don't, I'm not doing no thumbtacks. And I don't blame you all. I wouldn't want to, you know, land on a but bunch of thumbtacks, too. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like getting a tattoo. You know you want it. You know you want to do it. But you don't want to go through it. Mm -hmm. But I'll do it. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, the one match I saw in AEW, um, it was John Moxley and I think Joey Canellis, I think that's his name. He picked them up and slammed his feet on them, and you know that's got to hurt because there's a lot yeah. of people in there. So. But, yeah, that is all the questions I have for you, Vanity. So um, thank you so much for joining us today over here. Thank you for No problem thank at all. You've been on my list for a while, and because I've been following your Instagram from my personal Instagram, and I don't reach out to wrestlers on Instagram because I know if you DM them, it goes to their spam. Yeah. So, Twitter. So when I saw you on Twitter, I was like, "Holy hell!" Like I got to reach out to her. So it, it was definitely, you know, really exciting when you accepted the offer and you know getting you on the show. So it, it definitely was, you know, one of the you were one of the wrestlers on my bucket list. So thank no you. problem. Thank yeah. you for having me so much. You're like actually my first interview, so thanks. Oh really? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I phoned them because like I was get I had a lot to do and I was getting sick, but you were my first one. Oh wow! I definitely feel honored then. 
And I'm actually like really surprised because you seem to be like really popular. So I kind of figured that, you know, you probably got an overwhelming amount of, you know, requests. So I was like, dang, she actually accepted. Like, cool. <laughs> so do you want to throw out some of your social media platforms to share with the audience? The only thing I can say is you can catch me at the Wrestle Bay. I'm the only Wrestle Bay. I mean, there's others, but I'm the only number one one. So um, everything from Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever it is, WrestleBay, it is what it is. <laughs> all right, y'all. Make sure y'all follow her on all those social media platforms. And then make sure you look for us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at O-Face Wrestling. Thank you all for tuning in. And once again, thank you, Vanity, for joining us today on O-Face Wrestling. No problem, guys. Bye. Right, bye.